Welcome, everyone, to the Derivative Podcast podcast, a show that needs no introduction because uh, if you're still listening to it at this point, you, you already know what it is. Um, it's it's myself, Chad, and uh, my our my co-host uh, Oscar. We we just we just we just talk about some some stuff and and some things and and we we sit here and every every time we we wonder why we do it and and we're back on our usual schedule of uploading every week. Uh, we're we're never gonna we're not gonna miss an entire week for 2022. Uh, and that's that is a promise from me. And if I break that promise, well, <laughs> anyway. Uh, how, how you doing, Oscar? Hey, hey, hey! I'm doing better now. That was a that was a wonderful train wreck. I was I was I was wondering how long I was gonna have to sit there in silence before before something happens, and I'm I'm glad it was laughter that, that I was I was I was gonna come in I was gonna come in pretty quickly with the because I was I smelled what you were cooking with the bit about us only being co-hosts. But then you just kind of kept rolling, oh. and I, I couldn't help but sit back and enjoy the uh, the, the path you took. <laughs> well, I was going to do my, my new thing of introducing you as a, a new thing every week, but the way I did that intro, it didn't really leave me much room. But the next one I got is a good one. Just you wait till next week, oh, when we definitely do <laughs> another episode next week. Just you wait. Next week. <laughs> Um. Anyway, Oscar, how 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 you doing? Uh, yeah, we're doing all right. I mean, we're coming to. I mean, if we want to timestamp this, we're recording this. Uh, oh God! Eight eight hours before before the new year. Oh yeah. Um, that's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing that's happening. It doesn't. It sort of just feels like we're we're playing DLC for 2020 again. So. There's no really. It's just. It's just more of the same. But um, other than that, I think we're doing okay. Uh, I had to. It's been what I mean, since twenty, yeah, since twenty twenty, I had not had to take a test for the big Roner. Um, but unfortunately, this past week I did have to take a test because multiple people around me tested positive. But I am still waiting for that as well, which is fun. But I'm okay for now. No symptoms. Big happy. Big happy. So, Big ups, as they say in we're just, something. Yeah, so I mean we're just we're just kinda chilling, trying to we're trying to fun fumble our way through the darkness into the next year and see what happens. But we're doing okay. We're doing alright. Yeah, good good to hear it. And I, I believe this is our first episode back with you on the on the new microphone, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it is the first one. Well you sound to... delicious, Oscar. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you sound exactly the same. <laughs> well well I don't know. Um <laughs> I was um I just got a just got a nice little Christmas bonus from work, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should put this towards a new mic." Because as I edit our episodes, it gets towards the end of the episode, and I kind of get like quieter and quieter. 
and I feel like it's half because my microphone like, doesn't do well at picking up things that are close to it, aka my mouth, but does really well in picking up things that are very far away from it, like my dryer currently running in the background. Uh, or like if there's no noise and then I pour myself a glass of water from the other side of the room, it's like equally as loud as how I would be talking into the microphone that's less than six inches from my face. So because of both of those reasons, I just sound like I want to die by the end of the episode. And I'm like, I don't know if people want to hear this. Is this, is this good content? Um, I mean, it's probably kind of funny. I guess. I guess. But either way, that it, that has made me think about, all right, should I, should I get a new microphone? But it also would not fix the issue of me having very little energy that drains out by the end of like the two hour mark that these usually hit <laughs> so i don't know we'll we'll see we'll i'll think about it um yeah you got time and i will also i'm gonna uh, i got some thing for christmas i'm gonna bring up it's not super important but uh it is you know something to do with this show i guess but anyway that's for that's for the end of the episode uh, what are our, what are we talking Ooh. about today, Oscar? Or if you That's had a... anything else you wanted to add, uh, we didn't do. We're not doing. We're pieces of shit, right? So we're not even gonna. I don't even say that. That's kind of harsh. We're not sticking to our thing. <laughs> if we have like news at the top of the episode, we'll do it. I don't. I think at this point we're just like we're not gonna go out of our way to look for it. But if we see something while we're doing our daily lives and we find it interesting we'll talk about it but other than that we're just going to talk about i think our topic is that presumptuous of me oscar no i think that's entirely fair i think it's we're gonna stick to our formula of not sticking to a formula exactly just kind of doing whatever it is because uh because we can yeah because <laughs> this is our show that no one listens to anyway <laughs> uh so uh you you want to tell the the lovely viewers what our what our what our topic is topics parentheses s are today so that's a that's an interesting we didn't even we missed. also did not full disclosure we did not solidify whether we were doing one or two topics before starting this we're we're really on top of it but anyway, back yeah. to you, Oscar. So what I reckon we can probably do is we can we can spend the most of the time on the main one, and then once we get into the things that we've been putting in ourselves, we can talk about the other one, since it seemed to me that you didn't really have a lot to say about the other one. Yeah, that's true. Do you have a lot so to say? So we can probably... Not necessarily. I mean... I have, I think I have some stuff written down, but it's not super in-depth. Gotcha. So we can probably make that most of the the second half. And for the first half, we can talk about the, uh, the, the, one of the movies that came out recently. One of the movies that came out and immediately just took a sledgehammer to all the box office records from this year. Yeah, and smashed them. Um, and smashed them. And that is Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield is a liar. Yeah, yeah, I hate that guy. Um, I also think it's it's really funny how we shroud these topics in mystery before like we bring them up and start talking about them. But I very clearly put them in the title of the episode. 
Yeah. So it's like so so it just comes off as people wait. We said like sounds like we're wasting people's time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I'll just keep doing it. So yeah, we are going to be talking about Spider-Man: No Spoilers Home, except all expect spoilers. All because, the spoilers, yeah. Because there is no way in hell we can talk about this without spoiling it. I don't even think people who are listening to this will care. So yeah, yeah. Fair enough. This is your warning. Yeah, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie. Uh, go see it, I guess, if you want. You know, if you want. Live your life, yeah. yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. But but what's I guess we can just we can just go right into it. Um uh da, 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 da. I'm just going to hand it over to you because I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so, uh Spider-Man No Way Home. It's a movie. It is, and you know it's it's a superhero movie. So we got a, We got a guy who's who's a who's a Brooklyn man. He's a swinging, swinging, spidering man who's definitely not British, putting on an American accent. Um, and he's got a big he's got a bit of trouble because someone revealed who he is. So now he's got a he's got to figure out how to deal with that, how to how to go to college with that, how to go to school with that, how to be a superhero with that. And then everything just kind of goes off the rails. I think, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, if you haven't seen the other, the other Spider-Mans, is essentially Spider-Man gets his identity revealed, which is, you know, something you never want to have happen. I personally like keeping my identity a secret, especially from the people listening to this podcast. Uh, and the people doing this podcast with him. Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to hide myself from the from those people, especially uh, the yeah. people that are that participate in this show. Um, I like to stay away from those people uh, all the time, as much as I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, and and everyone's like, "Yo, you kind of," which is all right. And everyone kind of hates him, you know, a little bit, which is kind of weird. I think if you ask me, because in the MCU, like no one has their their identity hidden, right? Like everyone knows who everyone is, but I guess because of the events from Spider-Man: Far From Home, everyone hates him because they think he did he did a few murders uh, with some drones. But like the other Avengers and people have done some awful stuff too, right? Like. Like, everyone knows who the Hulk is, right? And he's destroyed a few cities. But people forgot and forgave. Uh, but not for Spider-Man. He's, his life is kind of ruined because his, his identity is revealed. Uh, right? I mean, yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird, yeah, like you say. Because, I mean, remember Sokovia? That was a thing. Yeah. That happened. And that there was a whole movie about the fallout of that. Um... So it is a little interesting how I guess maybe because it's just a it's like a super tight he's supposed to be a big part of of New York and maybe as a result of that there's a bit of a like a a divide there when it comes to him being revealed as who he is because people have like put so much faith in him in that particular area. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, it's because J. Jonah Jameson keeps spreading that slander like grape jelly, Oscar. Yeah, and people 
people eat it up because I mean, would you not listen to J. Jonah Jameson? I, mean, I look certainly at would, and I would believe every so, single thing he said, regardless of so, citing sources. Yeah, he's a very charismatic man, so he's got he's got that pull to be able to sort of rile things up. And maybe it is a bit of that um, that vocal minority thing, where because it seems like there were people who were sort of backing him uh, in the immediate aftermath, but it was like a a vocal group of people who were maybe looking for an excuse to not like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that little bit when he's going back to school and it's like, um, excuse me, it's like uh, the one teacher, I don't, it's like the Martin Starr, I, I don't remember his uh, name in the, in the actual movie. Uh, Martin Starr is like, welcome back, we're so glad to have you, you're a hero. And then like J.B. Smooth is like, you're a fucking villain. Like you're evil. And then Martin starts like, "Don't listen to him. He watches conspiracy video <laughs> videos." Like, and they're just kind of like at each other's throats, like on the opposite side of this. That was pretty. It was pretty good. Yeah, um, that was pretty funny. So did I get just to just keep the train moving a little bit? Um, mm-hmm. He he then goes to Doctor Strange and he's like, "Yo, dog." Uh, what if we did a thing where like people forgot who I was? And Doctor Strange is like. Yeah, I'm about it. Um, and and so while he's doing the spell, Peter's like, "Oh wait, we gotta we gotta make sure like Aunt May remembers who I am, and like MJ, and then and then there's and then there's my best friend Ned, and then there's like another person and another person, and then there's like my imaginary friend. He's got to remember too. And basically, it messes up a bunch of stuff um, and causes." kind of the call sort of like a collapsing multiverse or like an imploding what's the word for that like they're all kind of colliding uh, a i con- guess a, a convergence a convergence yeah yeah that good one um and so villains from other spider verses who know peter parker's identity start coming after him uh because they're like i gotta get me a nice a nice slab of peter parker you know Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he goes, ah, I gotta fix this, and that's the the plot of Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home. I was about to say Far From Home, but that's the other one. They gotta that's stop the other one. making those so similar. So, yeah. so I mean, that is the sort of general synopsis. And if you care zero percent about it, that's how it goes. Like, I mean, if you yeah, if you cared nothing about it, it's it follows that formula. You know, there's a thing, there's a problem, you gotta fix it, gotta gotta grab some friends on the way, some other stuff goes wrong, then there's a sacrifice at the end for to make everything become good normal again, and then uh, a little bit of a reset. It's you know, it's a it's how most Marvel movies go. And if you care nothing about them then you don't have to watch it, because it'll be that. But if you are someone who enjoys superheroes to any extent, likes the like Spider-Man as a character. I think you might you might have a good time with this one. I don't know. Yeah, I think if hunch. you you like the the MCU movies in general, this is definitely it's up there as as a as a good and as an entertaining one. Uh, do do you want to talk talk specifics about some stuff? Um, yeah, we can do that. I mean, the first one for me was uh was uh, a certain a certain lawyer coming in oh and, uh, yeah 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 being a guy 
Um, yeah, so very quick cameo by Charlie Cox. My theater was not very crowded. There were a few people, including me, who were like, fuck yeah, like, like audibly were like, woo. I didn't scream it though. I was very quietly to myself, like, fuck yeah. Because uh, that was a very exciting cameo. I don't know if you, I know you went when it was busy. Were people like popping off? Uh, yeah, because I went opening day. Yeah. And yeah, the theater was loud <laughs> for a lot of it. Um, <laughs> there were multiple claps, lots of screams, and that one got a that one got a solid cheer out of everyone seeing seeing Charlie Cox come in because he's dope and he should continue to be Daredevil. Yeah, um, yeah. He, I'm I'm glad they're bringing everyone back. Um, as you probably know, have you? I'm assuming you've been listening to the Hawkeye things. Uh, they brought Vincent D'Ofrino back as uh, as Kingpin, so they're they're folding a lot of people in. I think mm. I think they said they're doing most of the main characters. The wash it, the dryer just got a lot louder. I really hope that does not come through. Um, anyway, I think they're folding like most of the main people in. So I think if we ever get a more in depth Daredevil thing i think they'll even bring back like foggy and page or karen page mm -hmm. like the same actor and actress i think they said because like those shows were good like going yeah, back to those they're, they're good. good they're they're like pretty solid i would say they are i mean it's not exactly on the marvel brand now um because of all the the gore and the the bloodiness and the grittiness but like i would say they are on par in quality with like the marvel shows i would actually say i enjoyed like i mean it's it's hard to base because daredevil got like what 30 episodes and mm -hmm. like i enjoyed that i would say more than like falcon and winter soldier and but that only had like what six so it's kind of hard to base but i think like just looking at it like that like they're on par with disney stuff those shows are good so i'm excited everyone's mm -hmm. coming back yeah you got more thoughts on on charlie cox you like the dude the man, Charlie uh, I think, Cox. I think he's a, I think he's a wonderful, charismatic, and handsome boy, and I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's, he's catching bricks out of windows. It's cool. Yeah, because he's a really good lawyer. Yeah, he's a very good lawyer. That was a fun joke. They, I like that one. They teach you that in the law school. They're like, hey, here's, yeah. and by teach you, I mean like they just throw bricks at you, until yeah. you eventually start catching them. Yeah. And that's one of the classes you start. That actually is. It's like a 101 class. Do they have 101 classes in law school? How do those work? Fuck if I know. Dude, I don't <laughs> fucking know. Let's just, let's text, um, let's text Kevin's wife, not Kevin. Just. Well, we can't anymore. Why not? Because she's decided that she is no longer going to do that, and she's going to do vet stuff. Oh, I didn't. I do believe. I didn't know this. Look, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't keep up with Kevin Alana. Okay, now this is embarrassing. <laughs> um, good for her. Yeah, she seems really happy about it. It's dope. If I don't, if by some fucking miracle, she's listening to this. Uh, congrats again, and hope you enjoy your journey. Yeah, we love that she's, for you. She's not gonna find. There's no way she's gonna. No shot. This. Not a single shot. <laughs> not a single shot. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, back to Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah that's what we're talking about one thing i think i, I was kind of thinking about 
um, while watching this movie is I think there's something that this iteration of Spider-Man does not do nearly as well as the other ones is like the side characters. I feel like a lot of the time because he was folded into the MCU like so quickly where like he started out in Civil War and started out uh, interacting with like all the other characters of the MCU there's like not a lot of reasons to have his like friends as like side characters you know because I feel like they they don't really work with the larger part of his story because he's so often interacting just with other people like in uh, the, 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 the first one that he did he was like you know co-starring with Robert Downey Jr. Um, in the second one he was like bouncing off of Nick Fury and uh, and and Happy and then in this one as well he's he's bouncing off like Happy and then Benedict Cumberbatch like so much of his story is entangled with like the larger MCU that like his friends I feel like don't carry a lot of significance and importance I don't know if you have any thoughts on it but I feel like looking I... at the other Spider-Men because their stories are like more simple and more grounded in him alone his like friends carry more emotional weight now i feel like it's like hey how do we give them something to do which is not a jab well, I, at the movie either but uh it's just how i felt i think that's watching. what they're i think that's what they're going to be doing going forward i think the next couple of movies are going to be that yeah i think they're going to return to the formula of the older ones of the raimi films and stuff like that where it's more I guess you can say self-contained because it's more going to be about the, the the people closer in Peter Parker's life as opposed to him being around all the the A-listers. Yeah. Because I mean that the, yeah, like you said, that is how he was introduced was alongside this very iconic cast. So he didn't have time to to sort of work around with Ned and MJ and and Flash and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so I do reckon that's probably where they're going to go. I feel like they're going to maybe in university or whatnot, they're going to sort of try and develop those relationships more because they are important to Peter Parker as a character. Mm -hmm. But this particular iteration just hasn't had the opportunity to flesh that out as much as other ones did because he just got, he got thrown straight into the fucking world ending madness. Yeah. Just right into the it. Avengers. Are we, yeah. uh, are we assuming, I don't know if they said it, are we assuming he gets into MIT as well as Ned and MJ at the end of the movie? Like, do we, I don't think it's ever explicitly said. I'm assuming he um, does, right? Well, because I, I don't think it's explicitly said, but I think they show him grabbing one of those test textbooks. So I'm assuming he's going to try. Okay. And maybe go in there or then maybe, I don't know, maybe he might end up going somewhere else. I'm not yeah. sure. Because yeah, I'm um, also assuming they want to keep Zendaya and whatever his name is around more for mm -hmm. that. I don't think they would reshuffle the cast after establishing them in a trilogy. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, as you said, they're they're doing like that soft reset, and hopefully they do incorporate them in a more meaningful way. Because I do feel like they are sort of his entourage that is is there for the sake of just being like hey spider-man has friends guys don't forget but that's just me and i don't think 
that makes this a bad movie or any of them a bad movie. Um, it's just something I like noticed when they he was off doing his whole thing and hanging out with the Spider Men, and he was like, "Hey guys, like hold on to this box, and like don't put you can hold on to it, but like don't push it." And I'm like, "Couldn't you just like have put it somewhere safe so you could have it?" Like I feel like they shoehorn them in 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 ways that didn't need to be there i don't know anyway that's just it's not bad it's just something i think yeah they hopefully need to work on in the next trilogy because i think the other mm. iterations of the spider-man did it slightly better mm-hmm. but yeah uh what do you you got more you got more thoughts on the on the things and the stuff i mean yeah, yeah i think i think that's probably let's see what what did i what notes did i have um let's see so one of the i guess the main note that i had was that the best compliment i can give the film is that it kind of you know that you know that like that fatigue that you get after watching just just so many fucking marvel films and you're like i've seen i've seen this formula so many times and i and my head hurts and i i need a break mm-hmm. like I, you, I don't know if you felt that after endgame um or whatnot um but i think the best compliment i can give this film is that it kind of took that fatigue and and drop kicked it just kind of like sent me sent it sent me straight back into it even more so than shang chi did because even shang chi that did uh that didn't give me that feeling of being like oh not another one i did enjoy that as well but this even more so maybe because of the 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 bits of nostalgia that they played into but yeah this just like it was probably one of the best cinema experiences i've had in a long time um yeah um i don't know if i ever really had that sort of fatigue because i kind of went like I mean, for me personally, I was just kind of like, yeah, keep them coming. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'll watch more of these at any time. They're just, like, fun to fun to watch. Like, I feel like I'm not forcing myself into it. You know, it's kind of like a nice, mm-hmm. nice little ride. You go in, you get out. You're like, that was fun. Yeah, I guess to, to sort of clarify, I mean, I mean, like, specifically after Endgame, mm-hmm. I guess, because I don't know, what was even, what was the next one after Endgame? They took a long it... break. Um, I think it was, was it uh was it far from it home was, yeah it was far from home it was, yeah it was far from home after Endgame. because yeah definitely after that i was like i need a minute because i think during like when i'm watching them i don't get the feeling necessarily but afterwards after and i can sit and ruminate on all of them i'm like this is a lot of stuff mm. and i feel like sometimes it's i need to like step away from it but <clears throat> yeah this this movie in particular just took that and was like no you're gonna have a lot of fun and you're gonna enjoy yourself and i thank the film for doing that because it was great yeah do you want to do you want to talk about the the villains for a bit because i have like a few comments on them uh i don't know if you've got a lot to say but i figured we could just Um, kind of talk about them as a whole yeah we could do that i don't necessarily have anything anything crazy to say other than it was kind of really fun to see all the villains around uh, one in particular 
uh, which we can get onto a certain a certain character played by Willem Dafoe. God, uh, I love Willem Dafoe. Yeah, what a dude. But I, I think as a whole, it was it was cool to see all the 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 classic villains back uh, in a slightly different capacity, but still had that that energy that made them so compelling as villains. I think. Mm-hmm. I um. I don't think they redesigned the wizard. Like, I think he looks the same from the Andrew Garfield movies. But as I was watching the movie, I'm like, this doesn't look right. I'm like, he, his, I, like, I was something about it. I was like, this is not how he looked before, is it? But I think I was just going insane because people were like, no, he's not, he's not redesigned. That's what he looked like. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just wrong then. Um, I really enjoyed how (laughs) they brought they brought all those people back and they just they just went fuck it like uh electro just walks like jamie fox now like they're like just and and like their reason there wasn't really a reason to it they were just kind of like ah yeah like he traveled over and it like changed his appearance they're like i don't fucking know it's just what happened like they just gloss over it really quickly because multiverse in it because he was so fucking ugly from the garfield movies that they just didn't (laughs) want to keep that look it was I just think it was really funny how they were like, oh, last time I saw you, like, you had an ugly-ass comb over and your teeth were messed up. And he's like, yeah, man, like, multiverse travel. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know what? That's fine. I think that's fine by me. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the outfit, and Jamie Foxx is a good-looking man. I just think it's funny yeah. how they just were like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, he's he, he looks better. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's not blue anymore. <laughs> no. He's not a, a blue fucking killer croc looking guy. A blue man wearing a hoodie. <laughs> and I also really enjoyed how they were like the the thing where it was like, oh, like I fell into a vat of eels, and Sandman's like, oh, I found like a a a particle collider or whatever, and they're like, we gotta stop falling into shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good as well because i a lot of them i i think like they're getting better about it now but back in the day a lot of the movies did have like the very corny like villain ish thing like the very corny creations of the villains it's just like a very silly sort of now they're now they're i think coming out with like slowly better and better villains and like the kind of reasons behind what they do what they do but it was just fun to see mm-hmm. i also i don't know if they i so i know they de-aged alfred molina as doc ock but i don't think they de-aged willem dafoe where they might have he looks pretty old to me but uh yeah i don't, I don't know I, I honestly don't know if they did i didn't notice it yeah i mean he looked like willem dafoe age current age so i thought that was interesting i'm like they they uh they de-aged yeah alfred molina to to look like doc ock from the second spider-man but they no i if they did do some de-aging to willem dafoe it was it's definitely not to the point where he looked like in the old spider-man movies maybe yeah. because he looks even more menacing now that he's older <laughs> like that honestly could be it like maybe oh did you enjoy the um the the i'm something of a scientist myself meme oh, God. that they threw in there <laughs> i kind of rolled my eyes a bit i'm not gonna lie uh, like, oh. there is a there is there is a bit of a groan from the from the audience <laughs> when that happened i was like oh come on 
yeah, I mean, like, you get on them for, like, throwing the meme in there, like, I guess, but also, rolled my eyes. It was a yeah. very eye-roll moment. But, yeah, other than other than that in particular, uh, Willem Dafoe just just knocked it out of the park. Pretty great. As 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 a as a just a horrible evil goblin evil man. man. Evil goblin man. Well that, you know, yeah. that's just you know, on on weekends Willem Dafoe, you know, famously dresses <laughs> up as a goblin around his house. And just <laughs> it's not for the public eye, he just does it and just he goblins about every weekend. Yeah. He um, does it to feel something. Yeah, and the only reason I know this is because I have cameras in Willem Dafoe's house. <laughs> and I've acquired these secrets of him being a goblin. So that's how he's that's how he's maintained it for so long. Is mm-hmm. he just practices. He's dedicated time. to the craft. Yeah, he's really okay, dedicated to the craft. He gets he orders a new green goblin mask like once a week and then like at the start of the weekend he, he shatters it every time. And he cackles a bit. <laughs> and then he just goblins about. He, like, rips, like, bags from the pantry, like, straight down the middle so they explode and they go everywhere. <laughs> he just gobbles it up off the floor like a goblin. I'm getting way too into this. this it's is a nightmare for cleanup. Deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't care. He's a goblin. Yeah. What an incredible image. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, That's great. And and, and when, when they were like, Willem Dafoe, do you want to return for this movie as the Green Goblin? He's like, I thought we started filming already. I thought we'd been doing this for the past 10 years. And you guys, <laughs> there weren't cameras here? I've been the Goblin this whole time. I know. It's a fact. I knew there were cameras there. I thought you guys were watching. But no, it's just you. It's <laughs> You're the only one that's watching. It's just me. And you know what? I watch those videos every weekend. And then I Goblin about. <laughs> I use them as I use them as as like reference to how I should goblin. And then I scare the you shit out of Jules when she's trying to sleep. <laughs> you goblin about in solidarity <laughs> with Willem Dafoe. Uh, okay, well now that that weird bit is over, <laughs> I feel like we have a minimum of one weird bit per episode. So I'm I'm That's glad fine. we That's just a- hit the quota. Yeah, we gotta hit our we gotta hit our numbers somehow. Um, moving on from villains, I guess. Oh, from villains to heroes, you might say. Why, yes, I might say that because you brought it up, and it is a good idea. So, yes, from heroes to villains. Uh, wait, no, what? <laughs> close, close, yeah. <laughs> You got it. Yeah, you should start this one off because clearly I don't know what I'm doing. So, a bit through the through the film after after Peter Parker tries to make too many people remember him but have everyone else forget and the spell just kind of breaks a lot of stuff and and then Doc Ock just to beat the shit out of him on a on a on a highway overpass. Um, and then they collect the rest of their villains. There is a moment where, also yeah, a moment where Ned just can uh, magic now. Oh yeah, he Ned can ring. just magic. Yeah, yeah, he got a sling ring. Because in the moment I was like, oh, he's got a sling ring. That's fine. He can just do whatever. But then afterward, I'm like, wait, Ned can do magic now? <laughs> like yeah. I just I didn't think about it at the time. I uh, think aren't we also like? Is this implying that Ned is like a super magical being? Because doesn't it take like 
a lot of training to to actually use the sling ring like i'm what i don't remember dr strange that well but i'm pretty sure it, like not just for him but for the other people learning they're like the sling ring is like no easy feat or whatever and ned just like fucking pulls it out of his ass so maybe canonical that ned is like super magical i don't know or something we'll probably find out yeah maybe <laughs> um but Ooh, excuse me you're not excused <laughs> get your shit together <laughs> We're professionals here, Oscar. After I yeah. just rambled about goblins. <laughs> Super professional just goblining around in our fucking room. I'm going to start <laughs> goblin around on this podcast if we don't shape up. <laughs> so after Ned decides that he feels like he can do magic and opens a sling, a sling ring to Peter Plunker. Um... <laughs> I was not expecting that. Uh... So a Peter a Peter Parker comes comes running through, um, but something's something's a little off. He looks a little different. Yeah, he he looks he, he looks a little bit looks a little taller. He he looks like he's got taller hair, and he looks like a fucking liar. Yeah, he does. Um, but you know what do you expect? They're all technically liars, uh, I think. But yeah, especially Andrew Garfield out here. <laughs> Uh, out here spiraling trying to, to trying to get out of having to say that he's in this movie yeah i i thought like very obviously he cannot admit to be like yeah i'm in the movie yeah you know, like yeah. disney would come after him and like kneecap him and they'd be like you might be in this movie but you'll never be in another one again after they fucking smash his kneecaps <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, no, he would. They would have. Um, they would have destroyed everything that he loves. Kevin but... Feige would lock him in his basement with the other people that he has, or whatever we said last episode. Was that us? Yeah. I don't remember saying that. No, we talked about how Kevin Feige had he trapped actors in his basement um, for. You know, I, I shouldn't be explaining bits on our past episodes <laughs> that we don't even remember well. <laughs> It's been too long. It was definitely a thing, though. What are you talking about, Oscar? We did one last week. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know my you know my memory's terrible. I can't remember what happened an hour ago. But yeah, other than the fact that he's a terrible liar, I think Andrew Garfield was fucking fantastic. Okay, wait. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I was gonna be like, hot take. I think he might be the best Spider-Man in this movie. I. I think I have to agree. He was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, something about it. Like, I think he just really, really brought his A game. Like, I don't... It's just... Something about it. He's a really good Spider-Man. And... Which kind of sucks, because those movies didn't do well. But, uh... I would love to see him back, because I thought he was, like... He was acting his heart out. He was... He, was, he plays a really good nerd. Like a really good Peter yeah, Parker, like a really good sincere nerdy Peter Parker. Yeah, he's got like he's got the the energy, he's got the quips, he's got he's they're just like he just he felt like he was happy to be there, but also he felt like that particular Spider Man was happy to be there. Yeah. Like it carried through. Yeah. I completely agree. I think he was really good. It was a lot of he just he just I don't know, it was just really like happy and smiley to be there. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh of course, there was another one that that came through the uh, different portal. 
Um, a second portal, was, you say? A second portal, yeah. He was less smiley, I guess, but still, still kind of cool. I mean, they must have paid him so much money oh, probably to just return. A ridiculous amount of money because he's like not really acting that much anymore. So, I mean, maybe he wanted to come back. Maybe he was like, "Fuck yeah!" But also, maybe they just paid him a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, maybe both. <laughs> That's yeah, maybe both. Probably That's probably. probably. Uh, I'm gonna be. Um, this might be my second hot take. Um, but I was like, I enjoyed his performance, but I wasn't really thr- like, I didn't think it was anything spectacular. I thought he was kind of just like, okay, is that a hot take? I mean, like, granted, he's kind of old and he hasn't played the character in over a decade, right? But like, I don't know. I thought he was he was just he was just good. Like, he wasn't anything. Crazy. I I kind of agree. I think. I mean, for me, I think it was just because Andrew Garfield, like, just stole it. it. Yeah, I think that was, for me, that was what it was. Because I don't, I think, I think Toby still did a decent job. I think he was, had good, had good beats in there and uh, a wonderful joke uh, towards the end, which had me dying. Oh, oh, (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, Yeah. Was it the, was it the, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. Was it that? No, it was oh, the okay. back one. The back? Yeah, where where, where Andrew Garfield is, is spends like a minute just cracking Tobey Maguire. Oh, back. that was good too. Yeah, that, uh, that was pretty good. That that had I was that had me in tears. It was so dumb, <laughs> but it was it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's it some good it wholesome Peter Parker ness. That's a yeah. That's another thing. I mean, we're gonna we're kind of jumping around here, but the like the conversation that they all have on the scaffolding before the final battle, it I wanted like half an hour of that. It just, just they there was just... a lot. There was a really good, I guess, chemistry between them in terms of their banter and their conversation. It was just really fun mm-hmm. to hear them just chat shit. Yeah, for a bit. Agree. And Andrew Garfield's Spider Man just feeling terrible that he did that he fought a. Uh, a bald man in a rhino suit when mm-hmm. when uh, everyone else is fighting intergalactic threats and stuff but yeah i enjoyed that a lot me too do you think uh you think we're we might see them again after this massive success of a movie uh i don't know if we'll see toby again but i really hope we do see andrew garfield again i would love to be, see andrew garfield again that would be really nice like I can see him doing the the Peter Parker from Spider Verse gig. Yeah, yeah. Being like the the sort of mentor Spider Man for mm-hmm. someone else, or maybe when Miles gets live action, which could happen very soon, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I would I would honestly expect them to push a live action Miles um, far down the line. Like, I would kind of expect it to be a like see this reboot trilogy um and have peter mature through the reboot trilogy and then introduce miles in the third one so then uh tom holland can be like a mature mentor but maybe they'll do him sooner uh but i would expect to see it like yeah maybe like what six years down the line i don't know how far in between they do these movies maybe like eight years down the line because i think especially then you might get like maybe tom holland looking a bit older maybe 
So, like, when you introduce Miles, they don't look like they're the same age, even though Miles would be 15 and Tom Holland would be, like, 28 and still look like he's 15. Yeah, he's got some He's got some magic face cream, and I, I need it. I feel like, I is he short? Is it a combination of him looking young, but also he's short? Because I feel like you can look young, but still be perceived as old if you're tall. How tall is Tom Holland? We're gonna find out right now. Right now, what are we right now? I feel like he's not that tall. Um, I I would like just like the direct answer. Like if I put it in Google, just uh, according to IMDb, Tom Holland is five eight. Uh, that's not really that short. It's average height is five seven. Okay, well then. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, what else is new? But uh, he, is a, he is a very fresh-faced young boy, though. He is a fresh-faced young boy. Um, I wonder if he'll ever like deepen his voice artificially. Where he could he could act that right? He could act a deeper voice. Yeah, we'll get it when uh, Uncharted 15, the movie, comes out. I hope that movie gets canceled after the first one. <laughs> I really do. Mostly for Mark Wahlberg's sake? Um, yeah, mostly, but I think just a little bit of everything about it. Anyway, back to back to the Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Um, Spider-Mans. To, uh, just the Spider-Man in general. Um, I think, yeah, I think we, maybe we could possibly see Andrew Garfield. Uh, I mean, I... We would most likely see him, I think, return in some sort of either like a Loki, a Doctor Strange, or a or a WandaVision season two type thing. Like something where they're, I think, addressing the multiverse normally and he can appear briefly without it being like, why is he not in this more, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think if they want to like do a soft reboot on the spider-man series they're not going to immediately bring back in another spider-man like they're just going to do tom holland so maybe in like a show they'll bring back andrew garfield very briefly either way i'd like to see it uh yeah uh uh, uh, while we're talking about heroes um we're gonna talk about about doctor strange really for for a bit you got anything to say about Doctor Um, Strange? he was a little weird in this i don't know uh i don't think it was anything like crazy like he was kind of fun he had his he had his little quippy lines and mm-hmm. stuff but i like I that know. he's kind of so he i i think he's put up as sort of he's supposed to be like a mentory figure to peter in this one and i feel like it's they he's supposed to almost be like very opposite of tony where the second something like he's very by the book i think even though like he's trying to do this complex spell for peter he's like yeah this is potentially a problem like i can fix it but he's also immediately like okay we're like let's shut this down he's very like no nonsense about it Mm -hmm. so I, i think that was like a good um like a good thing to have for a bit especially because peter's like in essence like a character who's like 
I don't know, like, we'll fix it somehow. Let's just wing it. And Strange immediately is like, no, we're just going to fucking start over. We're just going to stop. And we're going to reset. And Peter's like, no, it's... Like, we can we can save these people. And Strange is like, no, I don't care. We're, I'm just going to fix my mess. We're going to say it never happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did enjoy also their 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 little mirror dimension fight. Even though I I think realistically Doctor Strange would kick the shit out of Peter Parker, but <laughs> that's just me and my head cannon. Yeah, I mean it did feel like he was maybe playing around a little bit, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, I don't know. It just like he could have yeah he could have fucking wiped the floor with him, but. And it just yeah, it felt like maybe there was a little bit of him going soft on Peter Parker, mm-hmm. or just like, like generally underestimating him. I guess just yeah, like oh, he's a fucking kid. But then he, yeah, he, the end he like tries to he's like fucking. But the, yeah, by the end of it, he's just like pulling dimension, like trying to close dimensional holes and mm-hmm. stuff again. Um, so I don't know. I think it was all right. Um. He didn't like steal anything from me, mm-hmm. but I generally like Benedict like... Cumberbatch, and I like the the magical stuff they do with Doctor Strange. So I think it, I think it was a good time, like his just general addition. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't in it too much. I like how they just like, I like how there's no, uh, there's no like, backup plan for getting like stuck in the mirror dimension. Like you're just kind of stuck <laughs> if something happens. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of terrifying, yeah. but it's also like you just left him in there. Like you don't know if he needs food or water, and like you didn't tell anyone how to get him back. Like you just left him yeah. there. <laughs> so, but like, because it's I don't know, because he's supposed to have a decent amount of control over that dimension. Yeah, so. I guess, but I guess just without the sling ring, you just can't get out of it. Right. So, like, Peter doesn't know magic. How, like, like if Ned didn't <laughs> open that portal, what are you, what are you doing, Peter? Like, <laughs> no, we'll figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> so, I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you got other other thoughts? I'm trying to think. Um, uh, the girlfriend Spider-Man and the at the end fight. Um, him getting his getting a bit of um redemption by saving mj um oh that got yeah. A nice, yeah 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 that got a nice round of applause in uh in our theater i thought the best part of that was you could see on andrew garfield's face it was there was like he took a moment to be like like just to process that i don't know it was, it was kind of wholesome because they were like mm-hmm. He asked. He asked MJ if she's okay, and then he she asks, "Are you okay?" Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it was nice to be like, you know, he finally, I guess, sort of redeemed himself. I know in a way mm-hmm. um, for something that he wasn't able to do before. So that was fun. I uh, I until you brought it up, I forgot about that scene. I remember watching in the theater, and I'm like, "You're doing this to me right now." I'm like, "I still have PTSD from the last fucking time." You... <laughs> Um, but yeah, again, Andrew Garfield crushing it. Mm-hmm. Good time. I like how they couldn't work together very well. I thought that was fun. Oh yeah, like, yeah. At the beginning, they're just like tripping just, over each other and stuff. Yeah, they just could not figure it out. Um, I love how they also just um, fucking 
in in Happy's apartment, they just have the fabricator that was in the plane that oh, just can yeah. do whatever. It just, it just does whatever. Yeah. It's it's. That was like oh, that's, that's fine. It just, yeah. It literally just does whatever it, you need it to. Yeah. Just solves all our problems. Mm-hmm. I do really like. Um, I thought it was actually really creative that. Um, uh, Jamie Foxx like Electro becomes more powerful because he gets an arc reactor which like they don't have in Andrew Garfield's universe I thought that was like an act like really creative and like such a good idea I was like oh that's so cool and like that's like what powers him and what would be like on his comic book accurate suit I thought that was mm-hmm. that was like a really good idea I wouldn't have thought of that my my smooth brain ass okay. <laughs> uh, so that was really fun oh yeah I like how um well I mean, not really I like. It was pretty sad in the moment. Where, oh, oh, we didn't even talk about, like, MJ dying. Not MJ. Um, Aunt May. Yeah, 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 that one. (laughs) I don't know why I said MJ. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) uh, I was not expecting that. uh, Because, you know, normally it's Uncle Ben, which he, he, I guess, isn't in this universe. But also... Now he doesn't. He doesn't have like anyone uh, anymore. It was very sad, mostly because I was like, "They won't do that." I'm like, "They they they're not going to do this, right?" And um, they did. Yeah. No. It's, um, I had an inkling. I think someone mentioned it during like a trailer breakdown where there was this the shot of Happy like in the trailer, like Aunt May was running, and then another shot of Happy like looking sad at something. Um, so there was a little bit of theory crafting about that. But as soon as she said the fucking great power, great responsibility line, I was like, yeah, she's gone. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was, I was just blindsided by it. And I was like, did they really like, she says it like pretty much right before it happens. And I'm like, did they really have to have to have to bring this up like a third time? Like I thought the whole point was we weren't going to be retreading things. And then she's fucking like, and I'm like, oh, I yeah. get it now. That was very sad. I was, I was taken aback. Yeah, that was that was sad because it was a, it wasn't like a, a super screamy, like please get up, thing from Tom Holland. It was like a this is fucking sad. Please don't mm-hmm. die. Thing. It was. I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was really well done. I agree um speaking of sad things they have the the scene like pretty much after that where uh the spider people are talking about like people they lost and like what happened and i thought it was really interesting that they kind of i think what what i got from it was like they subtly implied that like andrew garfield's spider-man just like was like started killing people yeah um because he's like i just like like, stopped pulling my punches and like I was like, geez, he probably like fucking murdered some people. Um, which I, uh, I, I, just, I, like, he sold the shit out of that. I agree. I just thought that was really yeah. interesting, but I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of want to see that as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to, I want to see that, that him trying to struggle being just horribly sad and, and getting angry. I just want to see more Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Give him. Give him a thing. I need. I feel like I need to watch. Stuff. He was in that. He was in that tick tick boom thing. I yeah. Feel like I need to watch um. Jules watched it, and I half watched it because I was like doing something on my computer. But then, 
I stepped away from my computer at times to like watch it because mm-hmm. I'm small brain. It was good. Um, the music was really good and stuff. Um, Jules really liked it, and I think the general consensus is it's really good. It's it's good. You should watch it. I recommend. Mm-hmm. I will add it to my endless list. <laughs> yeah, the the never the ever expanding list. Yeah. Um. I guess should we should we. Do you have anything else? Should we finish off with the the, the post credits scenes or? We can finish off with the whatever. the ending. Yeah, like the the end of this the the guy where the, the guy where Peter has to be like, hey, um, let's just make everybody forget. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the conclusion of the movie, and um, um. Jules just texted me. She said, what did I like? I guess she can sort of hear through the wall. <laughs> um, I'm going to, what should I say? How should I, how should I zing Jules? Uh, you're going to have to listen to the podcast to find out, that's, Jules. That's not a zinger. She no, just it's texted, not, it's I a, can hear but, you. But it's another listener. Come on. Um, 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 what did I like? Uh, <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, should I do it? Should I do it? Jeez. I mean, that's a, that's Jeez. up to you, my guy. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> she said. She said no. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> How could you hear me? I'm not even talking that loud. <laughs> Did she leave the door open a little bit? I don't understand. <laughs> It's a small apartment. <laughs> now I'm saying it. <laughs> okay, alright. Back on track. Okay. Alright, that was fun. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, where, where where were we? <laughs> I don't know. The end of the movie. Oh yeah, when um, yeah, um, yeah, so... yeah. <clears throat> if, yeah, you wanna, you got it. Yeah. So, so Peter decides when Doctor Strange is pulled back from from Ned's slingy hobble portal portal guy, and uh. He says that the only way is to make everybody, to make all all the people forget, so that the the other villains don't have a reason to come to the to their universe and whatever. And he's like, yeah, so this is the only way is to make to make everybody forget. Um, and so he does. I feel like there maybe could have been another way, but this was also a very easy way to sort of do a soft reset on mm. Peter as a character and develop. Um, develop the other his like two main best friends in a different way perhaps because um, I mean they made a point of making a joke about Ned being the hobgoblin they were like oh I'll never betray you and become your worst enemy or whatever mm-hmm. um, but now there is no um, <clears throat> now it's kind of a reset there's precedent for something different to happen with those characters everything's but, up in yeah, the air everything's up in the air because it basically ends with Peter Parker being sad in a, an apartment, all all by his lonesome because no one no one knows who he is, um, 
The movie also guess... somewhat ends with a funeral. Like, not the last scene, but, you know. Oh, like, are yeah. they doing this again? Like, we're just... We have to have one, at least one, in every Spider-Man movie that yeah. is a funeral at the end. I'm like... I mean, I guess. Like, you, yeah, you have to do it. I think it'd be a disrespect not to show it. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my god, how many times? Another one, yeah. Yeah, where are we... Like, DJ Khaled, like, another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but yeah at the so yeah there's a the funeral and um happy has a little chat with peter parker um and it's sad because no one no one remembers who he is um and it sets us up for some some weirdness it's i mean you know there's like they do the they tease it a bit that mj has like a weird feeling like this person is something Mm -hmm. but because then you know they're 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 whatever and happy and they love each other and stuff but yeah so it's a it's a reset for the next couple of films i'm interested how that's gonna impact the rest of the avengers because i think it made dr strange forget who he was yeah so like literally everyone just doesn't know i assume like uh they're just gonna say like all of tony's assets or whatever just went back to like pepper or something and it's all off screen or like no one has just no one has access to Iron Man stuff anymore. No, maybe it'll all go to um, Don Cheadle, and that's how his show happens. Oh, Armor World just to deal with all the stuff. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. But um, yeah, that was Spider Man. Uh, no, wait, wait. We didn't talk about the the credits. <laughs> that was Spider Man. No, wait. <laughs> that was that was Spider Man. No, wait. I'm not home yet. Please, just it's a few more blocks down that way, and then you make a right, and then on the yeah, third I... house on the left, and that's my home. Yeah, I can't swing to it because uh, my identity has been revealed. So I have to just like walk awkwardly on the ground like a normal pleb. Yeah. So just give, give me a minute before home, Spider Man. I have okay. to walk home. Yeah. Because I have no, no buses. I can't... Yeah can't take the bus home either so i just have to walk it's really it's it's sad spider-man my home is kind of far away uh this is gonna take a few hours sorry guys (laughs) sorry guys home home (laughs) anyway okay so uh so the 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 whatever scenes uh do you only want to only want to do the one because the second one's just kind of like a trailer Oh yeah, the second one is straight up just the trailer. It's just the Doctor Doctor Strunk and the Monkey Vliss of Bangus. Yeah, you didn't want a trailer for that on YouTube or whatever. Fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, but 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 my my man, my main my my main slice, uh, Tom Hardy, in the in the in the credits. Uh, we didn't. Neither of us saw Venom too. Um, there's there's two Venoms in this one. Unsimilar un- to the first, uh, or or someone as as someone wonderfully said, and I think it's the best thing ever. Venom two, uh, and Clifford the Big Red Carnage. Clifford the Big Red Carnage. Uh, yeah. So he's he's like in this thing, and he's he's sitting at the bar, just like trying to get the download on like the MCU, and then he gets like vanished back to his universe, but there's a there's a little bit of sticky venom that gets left behind uh 
and it's gonna it's gonna do some some venom like stuff presumably because that's what a, that's what a venom do and i yeah. i'm a little upset honestly um because i like tom hardy i haven't seen the second movie yet i thought the, the first venom was is pretty pretty it's it's definitely a time i really just like <laughs> i really just like tom hardy honestly and i'm kind of upset he's not yeah. gonna be in the in the maku mm-hmm. you know yeah like how does how did it how is it that every part of the him got warped back to his dimension except that part of the symbiote Who well knows? let me tell you Oscar, because there's a there's a good there's a good explanation for it Are you ready oh is it because the symbiote doesn't know who bingle bongle is it's it's because don't worry about it oh yeah okay yeah just don't worry about it I can get behind that argument wholeheartedly. Just, yeah, just don't worry about it. As with a lot of things, the MCU, just don't worry about it. I am no longer worrying about it. So there you go. That's how we. That's how we. Um, that's that's why the not all the venom got venomed back into. But uh, yeah. But anyway, that's uh, that's all the post credit thing was. Also, the post credits for Venom too. Was him like being teleported there, and then the post credits for Spider Man was him just getting teleported back, <laughs> which is pretty fun, I think. Um, that is fun. I just, I just like Tom Hardy, man. I just wish he was hanging out with people. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll bring him back again. Maybe when all the multiverses shatter, or some I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Something. Yeah. Yeah, and everything breaks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Well, that was um Spider Man um someone please drive me to my home it's past 11 o'clock it's past my bedtime it's past my bedtime i gotta get an uber home hope you we how many um spider-mans out of three spider-mans would you give us oh oh that's a tough question you can go to like half or like third spider-mans but like at that point if you do like a third of a spider-man that's it's a little confusing so you might want to stick to like half a spider-man yeah, I'm. It's. I'm trying to. I'm trying to balance this in my head. Because it is also hard because two Spider Mans out of three Spider Mans seems like a good amount of Spider Mans, but realistically, that's only sixty six percent of the Spider Mans. Yeah, you know? and there were there were a hundred. Is there an is there an exception? Is there an exception to no? It has to be three because there was only three Spider Mans. How many? How many? No. Um. Now we're just. We're just doing three. How many Spider-Mans out of three Spider-Mans? I have to think about it a bit because... Alright, what if I say how many Spider-Mans out of ten Spider-Mans? Well, even then, I have to try and consider different things because for this movie, it's like, from one standpoint, it's like a like a nine and a half out of ten Spider-Mans in terms of, like, enjoyment and stuff. But from a from a like taking off glasses and watching it more objectively it's much less than that so i have to see i have to either follow my heart or or follow my cynical sadness um jeez <laughs> i think i'm going to follow my heart though like i had a great time with this i i think there was enough here that was fun and exciting and sad to sort of take some of the moments where I'm like, 
in retrospect, I'm like, what was happening there? I can just kind of be like, yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about it. Um, but yeah, I think probably, probably in like eight eight point eight Spider Mans out of ten Spider Mans. Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a solid eight Spider Mans out of ten Spider Mans. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There you go, guys. Um, Spider Man. Right, better so- than better than a, uh, better than the other fucking. Uh, spider-man thing i did this month or last month or whatever whenever it was i don't know what day it is i think feel like that was like last week <laughs> it probably was <laughs> it was not that long ago i don't think or maybe i'm dumb i don't know um so uh, i i guess we can talk about it a little bit because we're gonna move on to uh what are what are you consuming with your with your five senses um yeah oh can, yeah you can we're gonna do that now and i guess you could start and you could maybe talk about it or if you don't want to you could not talk about it at all and we'll just never mention it again i mean i feel like we kind of have to mention it because it's a thing that 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 we've consumed and i think we're contractually obligated to talk about everything that we've consumed i mean if that's year. your opinion well it's not a matter it. of opinion it's a matter of the contract that we signed before starting this oh um I didn't. I didn't. So I used a fake signature. So they. I we, well. We can't here's the thing. Anything. I don't think you necessarily remember because you were under the influence of certain uh, substances at certain the time. Spider Man. Yeah, you were under the influence was, of Spider Man. I was too busy. I was too busy gobbling about my apartment that I. <laughs> that I. Yeah, you were too. Bu- you were too busy walking around smashing plastic masks on the ground and cackling like I'm like an idiot to <laughs> to notice that we we made you sign a contract in your footprints as you gobbled around. Oh boy. Okay, well, um, this is a bad bit. You just talk this, about I don't it. know. I don't know what's happening anymore. There we go. So we got two another... bad bits uh, for the Yeah. That's that's our quota for the next couple of episodes and we can just be completely void devoid of all life for until the next we, couple of episodes. Until we do another episode next week. Yeah. That's yeah. another bit, honestly. That could be a bit. That's so a yeah, bit. but the, the the fact that we're going to do one next week yeah um, well i mean it's it's not though because <laughs> we're gonna do one next week yeah guys we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do one you know yeah okay anyway we on topic on topic <laughs> so so the the other thing that both of us consumed recently was the the second the second season of of uh henry cavill has white hair and is sad but also not sad the bitcher as people call it or as i just called it just now yeah so uh witcher season two uh my main takeaway from it was that i need to replay the witcher 3 game (laughs) nice um i enjoyed this honestly i had a very good time i Um, did too i was I, I enjoyed that there I guess it was sort of split into two different parts there was the the Nilfgaardian p- politicking mm-hmm. that was happening and then there was the bonding between Geralt and Ciri um those were the I think the two main bits of it mm-hmm. um but yeah I enjoyed it I thought it was it was a nice uh a nice time there was some good some good quipping some good sh- like small stories with Geralt going to find stuff um i thought the politicking in Nilfgaard was like 
not as I didn't love it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely enjoyed being at Kaer Morin more, um, but that's probably just biased because uh, that was my my favorite stuff from the from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall it was a good time. I enjoyed seeing like other characters from season one back and the plot sort of like moving towards stuff that I recognize from the Witcher three. Um, I don't know if we want to necessarily spoil anything. I um, just don't remember jack shit about the Witcher three. I'm going to be, I'm going to be real <laughs> with you fam. Other than like the wild hunts coming. Um, yeah, but I, I just really quickly, I think in general, I'm, I'm on the, on the same boat with you. Um, I think like all this Gary, Sir- Geralt, Gary, Gary, trying to mix. I tried to say Geralt and Siri at the same time. It came out as Gary of Rivia. Like all the Geralt and Siri stuff is all really solid, and like I was not nearly as interested in all the like Nilfgaardian politics. Um, I think half mostly because I didn't remember like who was who and what was going on and fucking anything about it. I think like if I remembered stuff from the first season i would have been more invested i thought it, that was definitely weaker but overall i i agree i had a good time with it uh pretty 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 good uh, pretty good uh the, yeah. the the monsters and stuff has always looked great mm-hmm. um i think uh a lot of people are not happy though um because they they did diverge quite a bit from the books which is like the opposite of what they said when they announced that they were making the show they're like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the look at the books and and we're just gonna do the books because people Mm -hmm. like the books and now like in season two they they do a lot of different things um like uh like for example i i didn't read the books i'm just kind of parroting what other people said um, you know, like Eskel, the the dick witcher who gets turned into a tree monster? Yeah. Um, apparently, he's like almost like a mirror image of Geralt, and they're like very good friends, and like they're very like important to each other, and he doesn't die either. Like he lives, and he's yeah, not an no, asshole, I'm... and like all this other stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure he was in, at least he was in Witcher 2. But I feel like I remember him in three as well. So they're like just, uh, I think like they're not necessarily uh, drifting from like the main story. It's they're differing in how they develop characters in the show, which is eventually going to impact the story. People are saying like Vesemir is kind of like more shit, like canonically or whatever. He wouldn't try and like murder Ciri when she was, taken over by the witch and like he wasn't really i don't think also i'm not sure if he's like pro making more witchers i don't know if he was like all about that or really pushing for it he was definitely not pushing for making syria witcher in the games i remember that um and people just really didn't like the way yennefer was portrayed in season two because she's supposed to be like very old and wise and like a mother to siri but everyone's like she's sound seems like she's like a fucking 16 year old girl who's just running around not knowing what the fuck's going on um so people were upset who read the books 
but overall i thought it was a good time um and i'm re-watching season one sort of and now that i know every like everything's out of order and where it goes like mm-hmm. in order it's i think it's more i think i'm having more fun with it the second time around mm-hmm. uh as opposed to the first but yeah uh good time i know i said i didn't have a lot to talk about it and that was quite a bit but it was more what i learned about other people like my feelings are on, on it aren't super strong it was just more right people were upset but mm-hmm. i'm not i'm uh yeah i'm i'm no, having a ball with it i had a good time and it just it makes me want to play the games again that's yeah. basically basically it oh and also um dandelion had another banger of a song dandelion yeah yes care why is he dandelion because he's also dandelion that's that's him is this a thing i don't understand i mean obviously i mean obviously it is but did someone call him dandelion during the show am i dumb was i like zoning out am i dense he's my two he is i mean he was called dandelion in the witcher 3 oh okay yeah, again, I do not rem- I like literally do not remember anything from the game. Like almost practically nothing. Other than there's Geralt and Siri and they they do things together. Unless I'm thinking of a different bard that's also Geralt's friend. Maybe, dude. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. Which makes me kind of excited to replay the game because I I don't remember anything from it. Um the only thing I remember is the weird monster baby, zombie baby, ghost baby. There's a mission with a baby. Um, oh, yeah, and that becomes very important to the story. I, yeah, but I don't remember how. I don't, I didn't, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. Dude, it's I don't... The, the, guy who does, the guy who does the thing, but then turns out to be the other thing, and then you have to do the thing with him. That helps. Um, actually, <laughs> so there's like, um, like for interviews, obviously, for this season two. Um, and like one of the quotes people kept pulling was from the per- Freya Allen, the person who played Siri, and she was talking about Henry Cavill and referring to him like she said something along the lines of he's like a Witcher Bible. Uh, like when we're shooting scenes, he'll be like, "Oh, it might be like a good idea to reference like page whatever from this book because he just remembers it all." I saw a really good meme. That was like, it took the Freya Allen quote and it said, he's like a Witcher Bible. We'll be shooting a scene and he comes up to us and goes, want to play Gwen? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was was really funny. That's good. That's that's strong. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, I don't know. I I like that the monsters look real good uh it's just fun like it's just a nice fantasy show yeah it's a good time i i guess i i understand why people don't are not happy about the the divisions from the the books and stuff but mm-hmm. as someone who hasn't read them and only i played i played a bit of witcher 2 but not a lot so i, I guess maybe there is a bit there mm-hmm. but um yeah i'll have a good time enjoyed it happy for henry cavill to be a big a big sexy nerd with white hair. It's yeah, fun. dude's uh, such a fucking nerd. I love it. Um, yeah. I wish they gave him more con- creative control over the show because obviously he's read the books and he's probably reading them while they're sh- filming. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so i wish they ref- looked at him more and was like what do you think but they probably don't do that uh yeah because you know they're going away from that i would like to read the books but also then i don't want to look at the show and be like i hate this so maybe <laughs> so maybe i won't yeah and by that and by read the books i mean listen to an audiobook audio book of it uh, maybe if henry Campbell does an audiobook reading yeah um i know there are audiobooks of them uh i don't i don't it might just be some person doing it i don't know if it's like the full ensemble whatever they do sometimes but i know they exist but i also don't want to hate the show so i will accept nothing less than than henry cavill reading me the books in his in his nice henry cavill voice yeah but he's also in a bathtub (laughs) so the acoustics are terrible (laughs) (laughs) is there just constant running water all as well no it's not it's not running water every time he turns the page there's just a splash <laughs> that's what i live for okay well what else have you been up to um oh uh, god there's a lot um because of course it's been only a week and i can get a lot done in a week you know yeah, i've done all of this in in a week um so the other thing I mentioned was earlier was the other Spider-Man thing I did, which apparently was last week, according to Chad. I still don't know if I believe him, but I played Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is the sequel to the Spider-Man PS4 game. And what would you rate that out of? How many? Um, how many? Um, how many pigeons in this sky out of ten pigeons? How did you rate that one? I'd rate it, I don't want to ever do that fucking pigeon mission again. <laughs> and I did it again in this game. I got tricked into doing it. Um, it was fine. Um, uh, the combat and like free traveling and running around and stuff was still great. Like that's yeah. still fantastic. I think, think they polished that up even more. Um, but the story did nothing for me. Um, this version of Miles, I don't like, um, gotcha. he's just, he's kind of annoying. Um, I feel like I'm also spoiled because I think the Spider-Verse version of Miles is just better. Right. Yeah. Um, so that may be why, but it... Yeah, this 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 felt like DLC for the first game. Uh, yeah, I one of my coworkers said the same thing. He was he's like he's like it's so short because it's DLC. It's like they just sold you DLC as a full price. Yeah. I think if I had paid $60 for this, I'd be pretty peeved. Yeah, I think I would too. I'd be pretty upset. But um yeah, it was <sighs> It's tough because I, I enjoy the gameplay a lot, but the yeah the story was mostly nothing. There were some good moments in there, um, but yeah, I think I still think that as if you want Miles, just watch Spider Verse. I think that is better in yeah. terms of that kind of, that particular version of Spider Man. Yeah, I play. I've played a small amount of it so far. Um, it's. Like yeah, it's it's fun to play and swing around. 
Um, I just fucking hate his voice so much. I just can't stand it. <laughs> it's just, it's, it bothers me so much. Sorry for the person who voice acts and I'm sure you're a lovely human. I just yeah. don't like your voice. It's almost this... like this podcast, Oscar. Everything yeah. about it is great. It's just, you know, it's a shame about our voices. Yeah, it's just a shame that we're the ones speaking. Yeah, it's just the primary, uh, like, audio medium of of the thing that we're doing. Just, yeah, shame about yeah. it. Honestly, it'd probably be better if we just took a transcript of everything we said, put it through a text-to-speech, and recorded that. That, honestly, might be a better experience for some listeners. You're not wrong. I think I think that would work. You know, I'm just do that. I constantly get get bothered on the street, Oscar, where where someone comes up to me and they're like, "Do you do that podcast that no one listens to?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh man, I would listen to it too, but you know, like the voice." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I get it." Like, I all I also don't like to listen to me talk. Mm, that's an incredible insult to throw at someone. <laughs> hey, is, do you do that podcast that no one listens? <laughs> Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, you got other things you've been. Oh, I do. I got a lot more. Got a lot more stuff. So, let's see. The other thing I, one of the other games I beat recently, I don't actually remember if I talked about it last time, but um, I played through Eastward. Uh, I don't think you talked about it last time either, even though we did one last week. I think you just, it just slipped your mind. I just, yeah, I just had complete mental block about it. Yeah. Um, which is normal. I intend to do that. Um, so Eastward is a game published by, or made by a couple of indie developers, but published by Chucklefish, mm. the publisher who does Stardew Valley. Um so I saw that, and I saw the trailer, and I bought the like special edition without even thinking about it. Nice. Was um, the special edition, uh, is it a digital, or is it a physical thing? It was a physical. So it came with the physical game. It came with a little figure of the, one of the main characters. Um, it, came with a, it came with a CD hmm. containing the soundtrack. Um, CD's nuts on your face? Yeah. Um, you, you really would like to it, see that. Is, is it just the... Do they include a digital code with the CD, or are we back in 1998? I'm so sorry, I'm grooving um, on this indie studio. Okay. You guys are probably. Uh, I, am, I am not exactly sure because I didn't. Uh, I didn't open the CD yet. Gotcha. Um, however, this was the, re- the this particular special edition was only released in Japan, so I had to buy oh, it okay. from Japan. And if there's anything I know about Japan, is that they still love CDs. My um, my uncle for i guess a bunch of my birthdays for back when i was younger he would send me a cd um mm. every year for my birthday even though i hadn't used a cd in ages hmm. um and so there's like big big stores there called tower records and they still sell a bunch of cds like it's still physical make music media like that is still pretty uh prevalent there so I guess it kind of makes sense that there was a CD for this soundtrack. Um, but, yeah, I think that was basically it. And it came in a nice big big box. Um, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. I should probably I should probably tell you what the game is about. Uh, you go eastward. The, I mean... The whole time. 
you're really not wrong. <laughs> That's basically it. So this is it's just it's sort of a post I guess post apocalyptic like far future story where uh everything's fucked and um, people are living in sort of rebuilt dilapidated cities or living underground and stuff and there's there's it's like a super interesting mishmash of like so it's it's almost like you like a, you take a cyberpunk style world but then you move beyond like you go po- post apocalyptic for that era mm-hmm. so there's like the neon sort of vibes and stuff but then it's also super like dilapidated and dirty and um a lot of the technology is very antiquated instead of being modern um so it's in that kind of world and you you play you play a dude named sam or no sorry not sam john Jan sam is the other character and you have a frying pan and you run around trying to save the world with a little girl named sam um and it for me is probably one of the better games to come out or the, one of the, ba- the better games that i've played this year um nice. i mean I, there really weren't a lot of games that came out this year that i played Mm -hmm. but this is definitely up there um the overall like look and feel and sound of this game is fantastic it is beautiful um it's sort of it's got this super nice pixel pixel art style but it still manages to capture a lot of detail on all the worlds the worlds feel super dense um the soundtrack is banger um it's on, it is on Spotify as well, but I need to. I'm gonna have to buy a CD player to, <laughs> to play my soundtrack. But the soundtrack is also wonderful. It's kind of got. I think it was actually done by one of the people who did the Halo Infinite soundtrack, which is oh, a, awesome. weird, yeah. uh, weird coincidence. But yeah, it's sort of this. I guess it's kind of like an homage to that sort of chip tune eight bit style. But mm-hmm. man, there are some fucking bangers in there it's I, super there's a lot of very catchy music um i wonder if you put the cd in your ps5 if it would read it because you know it reads dvds i wonder if it would just like open like a media player of some sort and play it i don't know maybe is not. this a bit or are you for no, real? I, is that a stupid thing to say <laughs> no i don't know i, I just no. couldn't tell if it was a no, bit because i mean it's also you know your ps5 is also a blu-ray player so i wonder if it would like read your cd and open a like it would open just ps5 of like a native media player i don't know i don't know i i genuinely have never thought of that i don't know yeah um i don't I think i'm gonna bit try it and find never, out i've like, done a fucking bit on this podcast <laughs> asshole <laughs> I don't think I don't I know. Genuinely crawl around as a goblin every fucking weekend, Oscar. I, I know that to be I true because it. I have cameras in your house. Go, go, I've... my god! <laughs> Gotta go look for these. You'll never find them. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> took a turn. Yeah, I no. The ca- I would like to specify that the cameras only track you and no one else. <laughs> Just you. Oh my god. <laughs> some high tech shit right there yeah man <laughs> my 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 camera tech is living in the, the 30th century it's uh it's very strong anyway um where was i 
I don't um, soundtracks. Soundtrack. Okay, so yeah, the the soundtrack and every the the world is fucking beautiful. Um, the story is overall good. Um, there are some like it's not perfect. Some of the characters are not like super, you know, crazy developed and endearing or whatever. But I I I fell in love a lot with the just the way that the world like just being able to explore the world and how it's how it's been designed because it's just like this super like this melting pot mosh pit of different people because there's like <laughs> there's a there's a section of the game where you get stuck on a train that's stuck in a time loop and everyone on the train is a monkey and they all make movies what um <laughs> yeah um but it was it, i just kind of it, it it i mean it didn't make sense but it wasn't out of the realm of possibility because this world is super super melted and melded and there's like just endless it feels like endless amount of possibilities of stuff that you can run into mm-hmm. um but yeah it was super cool the combat was um for the most part fun it could get a bit irritating um but that mostly came to be came down to me being uh, an impatient little bitch baby and wanting to like just plow through combat instead of being slightly more tactical about it that is me all um, of the time i totally understand yeah but other than that the combat was fun um i think the biggest criticism i have for this game is the nintendo switch um <laughs> because it does not i feel great on it i played it on switch but um it it crashed multiple times mm-hmm. um you know it does that like that the beep and then the error stream pops up and it just closes your game entirely yeah. um so that happened a bunch in tor- in, like in the middle of important cutscenes and stuff so oh, i had to restart it um so that kind of sucked and made me angry at the switch for being feeling like it's it's the switch feels like outdated i don't know if that's my uh like pc gaming privilege talking oh it should run at yeah, 4k master race elitist yeah. talking oscar should run, it should run at 4k 400 frame per second ray traced shadows with no flaws or it's the worst game ever but like i don't know it just kind of it was annoying specifically because it crashed in the like right in the middle of a important cutscene and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and it did it on multiple occasions which is annoying but other than that yeah I, it's like the game's like 25 bucks maybe um i would recommend if you like sort of like a pixel pixel art style adventure game with a fun story and pretty fun combat um i'd recommend it it's i would love to see more from this developer or just more from this world even because it was super enjoyable to experience nice um, um let's see. maybe check it out but maybe not because i have a lot yeah. to play at the moment do what you want man i mean whatever whatever makes you whatever makes your your gas guzzle it's gonna go on my ever expanding list of things yeah good we all have to have one um i think we talked about i think i talked about the last of us part two uh i think we 
I know we talked about it oh, a little bit. Um, I don't know if it was on the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we haven't... Uh, I know you and Walling had an entire discussion about it, so... Yeah, Walling and I <laughs> duked it out because we are on varying opinions of the game. Mm-hmm. It's not bad by any stretch. I mean, I can give, like, my quick synopsis, I guess, um, if I... I... Uh, if I hadn't said it already, I think I said a bit about it this already, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, Last of Us Part Two is a technical fucking masterclass. It's stupid how good it is. Um, I think the first half is like a 12 out of 10. Second half's like a nine ish out of 10. I didn't like it as much as the first half, but, mm. uh, Naughty Dog is still based. Yeah, um, very based. It's horribly depressing, but, uh, fantastic. Like a good Thanksgiving turkey, you know? Yeah, just dry and sad and oh, covered I, in blood. I, I meant like based. Like, oh, I, like, uh, like I meant naughty depressing. dog, like a good. Oh, a like, good okay, so like turkey. covered in, covered in, in, yeah. Yeah. I totally missed that. <laughs> um, my, I was a little light on the, on the zing, so it's, it's easy to get misconstrued. Anyway. But yeah, Naughty Dog based. You, everyone knows that. The, the, I, I'm the last person in the world to play that game. It's whatever. We yeah. can move on. Um, Thank God, it's please fucking done it. <laughs> Let's see. I think. What else did I do? Oh yeah, the. Uh, we can go quickly through two other games that I played. So I started playing Returnal, which yep. is, uh, which is um, hard. <laughs> um, but I love it. I I'm kind of surprised because t- usually this kind of game in the sort of vein as a Souls like, you know, or a Bloodborne or something. Usually I get too angry and I give up, but this has this a similar. It's not similar and, and it's not similar, but it has a similar thing about it that draws me in, like Hollow Knight did, where even when I die, I'm like I can do this. Whereas in other games, I have no hope and I want to die. Um, but yeah, it's hard. I'm no near, nowhere near done, but I love it. Uh, and then the last thing is something I only started playing two days ago, and I've already put like 24 hours of gameplay into it, is uh, Forza, Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> because I don't know why. Um, well, I, know, I do know why, because other than the fact that it's just horribly buggy on PC, um, it's awesomely fun. And I am paying a dollar for it because I got Game Pass for three months for a dollar, which is sick. Um, yeah, but yeah, really buggy, buggy, bug, buggy, but fun as fuck. Um, cargo room. Yeah, cargo bird. Just, just you know. Yeah. Brain, brain running at maybe three percent capacity. <laughs> just not even worrying about it. Don't worry, we'll uh-huh. now. Took a <laughs> of my coffee. I'm gonna say now, now, now that I'm done ranting about everything that I've done in the past seven days and no more and no less than seven days. Yeah, you've what done have you done? Seven days. Um, what have I done? Uh, um. video games. I was playing them. I think. Uh, 
in the past seven so i've got i've got some pretty pretty good things that i've watched recently so um the first one which i think is the least good of the three but still i enjoyed it a lot um was was the guilty with jake gyllenhaal uh it's actually called the guilty but you know the guilty because it's jake gyllenhaal anyway that's a good joke i tell it at parties a lot um it is pretty good uh it's a, it's a netflix movie that they made an americanized version of it i think it was originally a dutch film and then they, they it was really good and well received and popular so america's like let's steal this because that's what we do um and and that was pretty good uh it's like a 911 operator uh answers a call uh about a, a woman who's being kidnapped um the other two things uh, I am currently watching. I am very close to being done with both of them. Um, the first one is Ted Lasso. Uh, I think I've got oh. like four episodes left of the second season. Uh, or so. And it's fantastic. It's so fucking good. Um, as I think a lot of people have heard, because it won like a whole bunch of Emmys and shit, and everyone's like, "Hey, oh, have you seen Ted Lasso? It's like real good. It is. It fucking holds up. It's it's great. Everyone should watch it. It is a, uh, it's a very feel good show. Like it's incredibly lighthearted. There's like pretty much like nothing, nothing stressful about it or or anything. Uh, it's fucking great. I recommend it. Um, and the other thing I'm about to finish, I also only have a few episodes left is uh bojack horseman and that is also fantastic um only but like I'm assuming i'm assuming not very feel good um it's it's like a comedy show but it's also like not a comedy show and it's like very real and dark and sad and uh like not happy times all around it's like pretty sad times all around a lot but it's also a comedy show mm -hmm. um but it's also great uh and i would recommend it's it's yeah it's it's just it's like a comedy show but then like i think as this show gets further in did i mention that it was a comedy show yet oscar uh as the show gets yeah. further in it kind of just like explores um like why the reason the main character bojack horseman is the way that he is and like it touches on it you know in the beginning briefly but like as the show goes it really really dives deep into his past and also like the supporting characters like get incredibly fleshed out as well and um there's a whole seat or a whole season sort of where like bojack kind of takes like a, a passenger takes the passenger seat of the season and it like flushes out a lot of people and like it's it's all really interesting like all the characters are really good it's great um so i'm about to finish that as well I'm hoping it doesn't end too depressingly, but we'll see. Uh, it's great. So yeah, all three of those things are really good, and I recommend them. They're uh, they're pretty bangers. I'm probably gonna make Jules watch a few episodes of Ted Lasso because it's really fun and happy. So I think she'll like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, both of those BoJack and Ted Lasso are on my never-ending list. Mm -hmm. um, Ted Lasso was higher up. I just don't have. Apple. apple tv um yeah. we fun fact oscar you do have apple tv because people that have a ps5 get like six months of apple tv i don't know how you redeem it but i know it's a thing oh so you do in fact have apple tv if you so i desire. guess i'm gonna have to find that somehow um yeah i'm not actually sure if it expired um 
PS5, Apple TV. Um, six month free trial on PS5. Um, buddy, buddy, blah. I think it's still active. I think you can just redeem it whenever you want. Okay. Um, um redeem now uh between now and oh my birthday between now and july 22nd 2022 okay and and, and start watching fan favorites like ted lasso <laughs> there's a well there's a couple of stuff couple of stuff that's not angles there's a couple of things on apple plus that i'm curious about yeah um, they've got a decent stuff is there's something called like is it foundation is that on there uh yeah that's uh it's like new i think or something apparently that's kind of cool i have no idea what it is though um what else is on there there's some there's some more stuff i think but apparently yeah apparently it's a good a good look for some shows yeah uh but that's that's about it for all i got right now like i don't think i've been playing like, I've been playing Minecraft. Yeah, like, you, you can talk about playing Minecraft. Like, I, don't, I, don't know. I haven't been gaming that much. But, you know, TV game strong, I guess. So yeah. that's, that's no, you just, for me. He's just been gaming on Minecraft. He's been putting in, putting in the fucking hours. Putting in the hours. You should see what Russo's done, dude. He's cracked. He's absolutely cracked. I'm, I'm scared to have a look. That, um, dude, that, dude, that dude's built different. It's pretty great. Yeah, he's built different. Um... So is that the is, is that the show? Yeah, I reckon that's about it. That's it. All right, that's probably it. We got we got we got a good a good amount of things. We talked about big Spider Men's. We talked about a little bit about some witches, and then other stuff, and and that's basically it. We mean we did we did all of it. Did I tell you another one of my triggers in my PS Five controller broke? Are you serious? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're. Um, holding it wrong <laughs> i guess like i may like i guess i'm like pressing down on the trigger too much but at the same time i never broke a trigger on the ps4 and i had that thing for like eight yeah. years is it so is like it why right is one? it these uh no it's the left one this time on a different controller left one on uh my second controller oh so is I it like the spring, spring comes out it's the spring snaps the spring snaps in half that's weird um so i just gotta like i'm i am i'm uh, I'm a monkey when it comes to fucking manhandling controllers. <laughs> like I, like, like I grip it so hard that I can hear it creaking. Like I don't, I don't have any delicacy when it comes to it. But somehow mine are still okay. I don't know. Fingers, fingers crossed. Knock on wood. But that's kind of that sucks. I, you should, um, you should get one under the free controller from them. Yeah. I mean, I replaced the spring in, in the first one and it feels like brand new, so I'm just gonna keep replacing the springs. Oh, okay. And they're I ordered I think like ten for like two dollars. Oh. oh. That's not too bad. Yeah. So I've got the yeah. pack sitting right next to me, but I'll just you know, fucking they break, I'll replace it. I don't know. It's just, just no, a shame that it happens. Yeah, because the that controller is a fucking banger. It's like a like, seventy dollar controller. Yeah. Friggin thing make better springs because everything else about it is awesome yeah but like i don't know anyway you wanna you wanna you wanna sign us off uh sure i can do that thank you everybody for coming to whatever the hell this was um we 
we had a good time. I hope you did too. Um, we'll definitely be here in seven days' time. No fewer days, no more days. We're gonna we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about. I don't know. Do you want to come up with a topic of something that we're gonna definitely talk about in seven days' time? Um. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. Um. Um. Love Island. Oh God. It's <laughs> the first thing I thought of that Joel was watching. God. I was like, what is oh, something God. that neither of us will never watch? <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know if I could be here next week. I got a, I got some appointments. Oh, we're gonna talk about the sex life of college students, which I think is in the title of another show. That I, wow, I that made me very uncomfortable for a minute. We're gonna talk <laughs> about naked and afraid. Like, are we? We're gonna talk about, um. I don't know, this has gone on for too long, and I'm not funny enough to think of another thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to be here next week to talk about whatever he just said. Yep, um, all three of those yeah. things. Because honestly, I was I was pretending to placate, but I wasn't actually listening, so I don't actually know what he said. Jeez. Um, Sounds like Joel's every day, am I right? Oh, God. No, I um, that was mean. <laughs> I can't tell what's a joke anymore. Yeah, maybe we should just stop before I <laughs> say something that's bad. I mean, you're, if me gobbling, get... gobbling around the house. <laughs> you're gonna get a text, a text again. Like I still have the door open. I can yeah, right. still hear you. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Thank you everybody for for gobbling around with us for however long it's been for this particular episode. Um, if you come back next time, oh, God, that's uh, cool. don't. Oh god. No, it's not. We're safe. We're safe. Uh if you come back next time for another episode, I don't know why, but thanks. Um and if you don't, that's totally fine. I I understand. There's a lot of content out there and <laughs> this probably shouldn't be at the top of your list. No, um, absolutely should. But if it's anywhere on your list, we do appreciate that. So yeah, we do. Uh, thanks for hanging and we'll see you in exactly seven days time starting from when this ends yeah we're like the ring girl we'll see you in seven days all right that was a joke yeah that was a bad joke that was was a good one i liked it fine fine it was a good joke yeah it was a bad joke all the positivity uh okay yeah well we're out of here because i want some food uh happy new year's everyone because it is new year's oh yeah Joel's yeah. and I are about to get food. I hope that they're actually open. That'd be pretty bad. Oh God, yeah. I hope so too. All right, all right, all right. we gotta get out of here. Actually, all right. right, bye everybody. Happy birthday. <laughs>